0: We are in Doctrine and Covenants section 138, and we're going to start um, around verse 15. And the thing that I love in verse 15 that it says is, And I behold, they were filled with joy and gladness, rejoicing together, because the day of deliverance was at hand. And I just love the thought of these spirits being so excited for, th- for the Savior's um. Coming and for him to do what we knew from the foundation of the earth was the plan, what we sat in councils and talked about. And I just loved this that they talked about in 17 that being the spirit and the body being reunited again and never divided was a fullness of joy and that. That they were so excited for that, that we cannot have a fullness of joy without that. And so the thought that hit me there is Satan will never have a fullness of joy. Which, I know that's not an aha moment, but isn't it interesting that there are people that prefer darkness? That there are those, rather than accept the Savior and His role in their life, would prefer darkness. It is incomprehensible. And as I have said before, I don't know anyone like that And I just think it's amazing what a gift that is to all of us to have a fullness of joy. And that is every person who lives on the earth that will be resurrected, that is not conditioned on them being in the highest kingdom, that they will have joy. And I would imagine that our joy, if we make that highest kingdom, which I plan to, and all of you listening, I know plan to too, our joy will be a fullness of joy. And those who don't, will think there's is a fullness of joy they do not see the higher kingdom they are i think they would be perfectly content that seems like a loving god we will get to go visit them and and hopefully all the development and growth they want to have that fullness of joy they will attain okay 18. While this vast multitude waited and conversed, rejoicing in the hour of their deliverance from the chains of death, the Son of God appeared, declaring liberty to the captives who had been faithful. That is all of those who have been following and pursuing him. And one of the coolest stories that my mom tells is she was in the Salt Lake Temple and went to bring her family names that she had done, and they were done. There weren't any to get, and and so she didn't have a name, and a lady there asked if she would do one of hers. And they were names that the prisoners had done, extracted family history names of Civil War people who had died. And so um, she, as she did this name, and she just felt so honored that she had gotten to do this name, this sister that had asked her if she wanted to do one shared with her that as she was at the veil and going through the veil, she heard in her head, Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. Oh, it makes me so teary. My mom said, I have never thought before that that truly is freedom to be in heaven and to know the gospel. What a great blessing and privilege and that every single person um, will have that opportunity and that those who are faithful and who strive so to do will get to go and teach and be missionaries um, to all of those who are waiting to hear and i just think that is the most beautiful beautiful thing that it is no different than what we're doing here if you are pursuing temple work finding your family redeeming the dead serving a mission, striving to look for those who want God to prevail in their lives, striving to find those to lead to Christ. You will be so at home because you will be doing the same exact thing there. And I just love that. And I love that it tells us, But among the wicked he did not go, the unrepentant, neither the rebellious, who rejected the testimony of the prophets. Where these were, twenty-two darkness reigned. And the reason I love that is because that is their choice. And as I have stressed over and over and over, I don't know anyone like that. And so it just gives me such comfort and peace that that is their choice. And I don't know anyone who is content to be in darkness. Like Alma the Younger, three days in the darkest abyss, and then the vilest of sinner. And then he cries out, oh God save me and the Lord does and that just makes me feel like most of us most everyone will desire that at least maybe that's my hope K okay, 22 among the righteous there was peace and that peace is that God will do what we could not that he will make up the difference and that we will continue to progress and become like him And I just love that, that we will know we have done what we needed to, that he is basing it on the desires of our hearts and that it is enough and that he loves us and that we will continue to learn and grow and become like him. Okay, I love in 23 that it talks about, again, that every knee will bow and acknowledge him. That just makes me so happy and that the countenance has shown, the radiance from the presence of the Lord, and they sing praises in his name. I just think, won't this just be amazing? Can't you just wait? I marveled that I understood. Okay, he goes on to say that all the teaching that the Lord had done and how few believed him while he was here, and then all of a sudden He's like, okay, he was only dead for three days before he's resurrected. And he's supposed to teach all of those people. And the thing that hit me is I have thought many times because I was like, well, duh, he's going to organize others to teach. It's because we've known this. We've read this. We've known it our whole life. But the thought I had as I read that is, have you ever thought as you studied the story of Lamoni? And he passes out and his wife waits those three days. Well, we know of Alma the Younger's three days and how much he learned and that he changed and repented and became the prophet of God. So it isn't astounding to me that Lamoni completely changes and then his wife passes out and all their servants and the whole kingdom, they teach and the whole kingdom's converted. Almost everyone and they become the anti-Nephi-Lehi's. Well, the interesting thing is then you go to Lamoni's father, And remember his brothers, Ammon's brothers, who they have delivered out of jail, Aaron and his brothers, they go to teach Lamoni's father. Well, Lamoni's father passes out exactly like his son, which you're like, wow, these people really pass out um, quickly from, I don't know, so much emotion. But his is just ours because the queen goes to gather the people because she wants to capture Ammon's brothers and throw them back in jail. Well, Aaron and Ammon's brothers, Omner, himnai, they know, they've been in prison. They know how brutal it is. They, They know they will kill them. And so they reach out their hand and they raise the king. Okay, that's gotta be a space of hours. But the king has learned enough that he teaches his wife and he teaches the people And calms them enough down that Aaron and his brothers are able to teach them and convert them. And I'm like, Kate, that's hours. How in the world did that happen? So I understand this, like how in heaven's name, in three days, could they learn enough to be converted? And so I love that it goes on that he organizes his forces. And in 33, it teaches what they will teach. They will teach faith in God. They will teach repentance from sin, vicarious baptism. Kate, okay, that's baptism in the temple. They will teach them about temple work, the gift of the Holy Ghost. Kate, okay, they will get the gift of the Holy Ghost. How cool is that? They're dead and they will get that. So here's what was so cool is that everything we have, everything we were taught, Everything that was God's gospel before we ever came, nothing new. It's all that we know and we will get to go and teach them. Same covenants, same ordinances, same teachings, and every one will have that opportunity to be taught. And I just think that is awesome. K36 The Redeemer spent his time during his sojourn in the world of spirit instructing and preparing the faithful of the prophets who had testified him in the flesh. This is you and me who did this here that will go and do it there. I know exactly reading this what my dad is doing. That they might carry the message of redemption to all the dead, he could not personally go because of their rebellion and transgression. He cannot dwell in their presence. They would die. They would burn. They could not endure his presence. So we will go. And then it goes through and it talks about Adam and Eve and Noah and Elijah and Eve and all the faithful women. And I just love that. And again, if you go to 51, it says, um, these the Lord taught and gave them power to come forth after his resurrection from the dead. He gives them that power to enter the Father's kingdom, there to be crowned with immortality and eternal life. And I love what it says in the handbook. It says, we are in possession of all the ordinances that can be administered in the flesh, but there are other ordinances and administrations that must be administered beyond the world. I know you would like to ask, what are they? I will mention one. We have not, neither can we receive here, the ordinances of the keys of the resurrection. That's what it's talking about. And that was Brigham Young who said that. And I just love that. That there will, we will be given that ordinance and that power to resurrect. That, we, that should make us all full of joy and excited for that to come. Okay, 52. And continue and be partakers of all blessings which were held in reserve for them that love him. Do you love him? So do I, that's us, that's who it's talking about. And then I love that he sees his father, he sees his uncle, he sees many, many great men that he has served as a counselor to. What an incredible gift to get to see them. I love that it talks about the noble and great ones, many noble and great ones. And my mom and I talked about it one point in time and I couldn't find it somewhere we heard that was anyone who held the priesthood. And so you have to know, As women, as men of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that is us. And that we got the privilege, and I'm sure we volunteered, but where much is given, much is required. We get the privilege of teaching and leading others. We become like those three disciples, those three Nephites who chose to stay. They so badly wanted to bring others to Christ. That is what we get. That is what we will do, and that is how we become one. Our desire will be so filled with exactly what Christ's desire was and those three Nephites to bring others to Christ, to bring others to God, to dwell in their presence in a knowledge of all the ordinances and covenants and a fullness of joy. How awesome is that? 57 faithful elders of this dispensation, when they depart, continue their labors. Same thing, 58, the dead who repent will be redeemed. Anyone who repents, Alma the younger, the vilest of sinners, anyone who cries out for him, and we get to teach that. And 59, and after they have paid the penalty, there will be repentance of their transgressions and are washed clean. They will receive the reward according to their works, for they are heirs of salvation. And I just love that he ends that way. He wants all. He wants all. He loves all, just like we want all. We want that for everyone. Heaven would not be heaven if we had a bunch of people missing. We want all. Every man who has a calling to minister to the inhabitants of the world was ordained to that very purpose in the grand council of heaven before the world was. And that was the quote in one of the one of the quotes in the handbook, and I just think it is miraculous. These additional teachings that we have in the Doctrine and Covenants, these additional revelations, how grateful I am for these early members of the church who paid such a hefty price, who would say to us, it was no sacrifice, it was an honor and a blessing and a privilege, And look down and are so grateful for what we have because of what they did. And I hope we will do the same. That we will look and be so grateful and feel such gratitude for what we accomplished here. And how it blesses our posterity. That's the prayer. I hope you know the church is true. And more than that, I hope you have loved the Doctrine and Covenants. And I hope you feel how much our Savior loves you.